0: Hi, I'm Lauren Hunter. And I'm Kate Plasic. And
1: welcome to Generation BSC, where Kate and I look at every episode, every, do that every time, every <laughs> book in the Babysitter's Club series, um, in order as we revisit our childhood and talk about how that has affected us as members of our little micro-generation. Um, today we have made it up to book seven, Claudia and the Mean Janine, not, as I thought my whole life, the Mean Genie. Not
0: Mean Genie. Um, it still kind of rhymes, though. You weren't, like, totally off-base. Yeah. Like, it's not like her name is Janie. Like, that would... Like, Mean Janie would be, like, that, that just... Yeah. Mean, like, mean, Jeannie is still... Jeannie,
1: meanie. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Mean Mean Jeannie. Um, but but it is Janine, yeah. That just
1: makes me think of, um,
0: like, Reese's Pieces.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Well, that always makes me think of um, Jason Manzuncas. Jason Manzoukas, uh-huh. Freaking out about it. But I... Because that was just such a moment where I was, like, so seen. I was like, oh. Like, I feel yeah. that. I was like, Yes. I do call them Reese's Cups, but I've never called it a Reese's... Reese's... Reese's
0: Pieces? pieces? Pie- no. Uh, no. Yeah, no. no. Wrong. I can't even say it. Um, yeah, it's... I don't eat them because I hate peanut butter, yes. but Reese's Pieces, 100%. <laughs> I think I also oh, say wait. Reese's Cups, though.
1: Do I say Reese's cup?
0: I, I don't know. I um, do like peanut butter. I, well, I don't
1: dislike peanut... I'm not... people you who like, like peanut, seek it out? People who like peanut butter tend to be about peanut butter. Yes. I, peanut butter's fine. Yeah. Um, I like it every once in a while. It's I. I prefer caramel if I'm going for like that's chocolate fair. and um right. situation. Uh, so I'm not a huge Reese's person either. But um, well, oh, I'm it. not a I'm not at all. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. I meant I
0: don't say it very. It's, oh, something right, I, right. Seek out So I don't say, even like. Right. I don't think. Why about would it. you even mention yeah. it? What the name is or how you pronounce it?
1: Like it was one of those things that I would definitely um, trade for Halloween oh, candy. A hundred percent. But I knew it was high value, so I would like hold on to those because I would be like, I can eat this fine, but I can probably get something I really want. Yeah, because I knew my brother really liked them.
0: Oh yeah, I I mean I wouldn't eat it myself, but I would hold on to those and get the good stuff from my brother because he did love peanut butter see there you go and that's what little
1: brothers are for exactly and wouldn't you know we're talking about candy we're talking about siblings we're like vaguely it's a claudia in the area book. it's like <laughs> yeah. right on
0: trend um so our even our
1: tangents are kind of on topic but let's get back to the actual yes, book at hand the actual book so back of the book description yes so claudia and the mean janine
0: um this was written <laughs> it's just mean janine oh and the did i say the <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> the mean Janine the like, mean
0: Janine just sound, that sounds like a wrestler
1: <laughs> yeah, it. Or not even like a wrestler it sounds like a um, like what are those monster trucks like the mean oh, Janine oh yeah yeah because it has a the Come it's rare to, for yeah. a
0: wrestler to have that it's like the Undertaker that's the only the, the one um, Yeah, the rock Okay, I don't know. We're, we're talking kidding. our way. We're, 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 okay, we're they're like way. like half of them are. Like, I don't know wrestling. Never mind. Yeah, same. Let's get off let's, of this. Let's tangent. get off of a topic
1: <laughs> that we know nothing about and go back to something yes. we know slightly more about. Baby Club. Club. So Claudia and Mean Janine got it. Um, was released September 1987 and written by Anna M. Martin. And let's see what the book holds in store for us. Claudia's sister is mean. She's too busy being smart to be nice. Even Claudia's grandmother, Mimi, can't get close to Janine. Plus, Mean Janine puts down the babysitter's club, and that makes Claudia mad. This summer, the members of the babysitter's club are starting a playgroup in the neighborhood. Claudia can't wait for it to begin. But then Mimi has a stroke, and the whole summer changes. Now Claudia has to spend her time Mimi-sitting instead of babysitting. And things with Janine are going from bad to worse. One of the Kishi sisters has to start being nicer, and it's sure not going to be Claudia... So that took a turn in
0: the middle. I was like yeah. fully doing like my funny voice and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm shit. like right. This, this is... This. Yeah, um and I we sort of talked about this and we'll get to like our description, but like holy shit, this is the book where Mimi has a stroke. Like I think we both thought that that happened in the same book that she died. Yeah, I thought it and was. And so I was like, "Oh, we've still got at least like 10 books before we have to deal with anything like actually sad about Mimi." And this one I was like I was fully oh, shit. unprepared. Oh yeah, fully unprepared. I, in my notes, all caps Oh my fucking God, this is the book where Mimi has a stroke. Jesus Christ, I was not prepared for this. Like, that's literally what I wrote yeah. in my notes.
1: I, I'm i having a nice little Saturday afternoon. I'm yeah. curled up with the dog. I've got um, Diet Coke next to me. I've got some chips. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to settle in from from my Babysitter's Club book. And the next thing I know, I'm
0: sobbing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is not what I signed up for. This morning. no, this like, one was much worse in Starbucks than Christy's <laughs> yes. big day. I was like, "Oh God, this is this is bad." Luckily, I was facing like into a corner this time instead okay. of like out, out of the, Starbucks. Yeah. So like, it was a little less obvious. But... I think you
1: should sit directly in the window, like up at the front, and like look out the window at the passersby and be like,
0: ah, I'm "So excited!"
1: I'm babysitters Club. And, like, hold up the book and point at this it. This is why I'm dramatic right yeah. now. Um. Yes, uh, I, yeah, I couldn't even keep up the fun facade of no. the back. That was rough. Um, but it is, the, there is some total whiplash in the description. Like, the yeah. weird capitalized, when Claudia is mad, it's all caps. Right, mad. mad. With mad. an exclamation point. Oh, yeah. Which is a very strange tone to take to then shift. Right. And
0: be like, and and oh, oh, Baby the Babysitter's Club is doing this. And then also Mimi has a stroke. Also, the worst thing ever. Um. The book in and of itself, though, doesn't have that tonal whiplash. I thought no. the book handled it really yes, well. Yes, it was very, like, sort of even keel. Like, there's ups and downs, but it's not, like, and like peaks had, and valleys like this. They did a good job of in, in interjecting
1: moments of levity and, mm-hmm. like, the same... It didn't all of a sudden become, like, a massive drama that, right. you know, we're
0: being a little melodramatic about yes. it because we have... A um, big emotion. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's still a Babysitter's Club book. There's just some some of them are more heavy than others. This is a one that's more heavy. And that's why we wanted to do this in the first place. We, right. there's there's more to it.
1: Obviously, we would we hope so otherwise this is going to be an <laughs> an effort in futility. Exactly. Um so Kate, why don't you tell us what um actually happens?
0: Okay. So the babysitters club generally Building on their knowledge and experience from the week-long babysitting gig for Christie's mom's wedding, the BSC decides to do a morning playgroup three days a week. It's run like the days at Christie's house, but it's at Stacy's house this time. Uh, there are the usual babysitting shenanigans, including Karen making up stories and scaring kids, Jenny Prezioso refusing to wear anything but her super fancy dresses until "quote unquote" monster Andrew scares her into wearing <laughs> a smock, and a collective effort by all the kids and babysitters to give Louis a bath when he's sent one morning with David Michael. As a reminder, Louis is Chris. Christy's family dog. Border Collie, right? Border Collie, yeah. yes. Um, so that's, that's sort of the, the overarching plot. Um, and then the Claudia-specific one, and <laughs> you commented on this when you read our, yeah. our summary that I put together. Uh, oh, Jesus, here we go. The book is called Claudia and Me and Janine, but this is the book where Mimi has her stroke. She recovers in the hospital and then at home, with Claudia taking on a lot of responsibility to help her practice and recover. Throughout it all, there's conflict between Claudia and Janine, but a babysitting job with the Newtons helps makes Claudia reevaluate their relationship. Eventually, Claudia and Janine have a heart-to-heart where they see each other's perspective, and while they should both say that they will try to change and work to be better, Janine is the only one that seems to think she has to so that the others in her family will follow suit. Yeah, that was a very weird like end of that conversation because yeah, and obviously we'll get into all of this but like yeah claudia's like you know i could be better but you should really be better and then maybe we'll all be better if you're better and it's like why can't you both just be better and like yeah try to involve each other in each other's lives like why why is janine the one who has yeah. to like force herself to be different
1: yeah uh, well that's a whole
0: <laughs> we'll we'll get to that because obviously yeah. the family stuff is part of our great ideas for this one so Our Hall of Fame great idea, maturity, definitely plays a big part
1: of that. But we we really landed on family. But specifically, like, sibling – well, no, more family because – But we really dug into this. Yeah, I mean, Claudia
0: and Janine is the main family relationship. Obviously, we're going to touch on her parents and also Mimi. um, Because we do, like we were saying, I think it was last week, we were talking about how we haven't really seen Claudia's parents at all. Yeah. And so we we do get a lot of interaction with them. And we sort of see how they interact with the kids, with Mimi, with each other. Um, And we get to know more about who they
1: are and Mm -hmm. what they do. And um, I, I was i feeling a little bit bad for kind of how down on the Kishis I was Mm -hmm. um, because they seem pretty cool um, yeah, like, involved and caring and, like, yeah, oh, my God, they're such terrible parents that they want Claudia to do her homework and do well in school. Like,
0: yeah. Although I did – one thing that sort of, like, irked me about them, and it was maybe because they did it at the same time Janine did it, like, they all three – Oh, yeah. Like – critiqued her grammar like corrected her grammar you know and there's multiple times in this book where claudius says, can i yeah janine and or her parents are like may yeah. i and like look we all know may i do whatever is the appropriate grammar at this point I don't know, like man. right like i don't know can come you? on uh, yeah come on yes you can <laughs> go like i mean and i i will admit that i am Definitely one of those people that, like, gets irked by things like that and using the wrong your and your two-two-two. Oh, like I've got a lot of grammar pet peeves. But it's, at this point, I've sort of just, like, internalized it. And, like, I get annoyed, but I'm not – you can't correct everybody. And, like, that – I think that's the only thing that I sort of got frustrated with her parents about. Yeah. And also, I got really frustrated – I felt really bad for Janine in this. I did too. I had so much empathy for Janine. She was breaking
1: my heart. Mm -hmm. I was, I was, um, identifying more with Janine than I was with Claudia. Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like I am not always the best at expressing. I, I do have like, well, I've got my own like odd one out shit that I get to work (laughs) on. Um, Just because um, I am really close with my family, but I am sort of different in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. uh, We've got tons of things in common. Right. But there's just a lot of areas where I'm just sort of like the outlier.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. They're all, they have a lot more similarities. Yes. You all have a lot of similarities, but like that group without you is like, has these other things that you're sort of like,
1: and I often end up feeling left out, but I also am fully aware and own that. A lot of that is me it is not them Mm -hmm. excluding me it's me taking that on myself and even um the fact that i feel like that at all largely goes back to the fact that i i bounced when i was 18 (laughs) like i left for college and i was like see ya peace not coming back (laughs) right and
0: um well and also i mean your sister that's what i was gonna say your sister was what like 12 when you went to college 10 um She is nine years younger than me, so, So, like, like, 10, 11. Yeah, Um, so, I mean, that that in and of itself, like, Jordan's awesome. Like, obviously, we we both know that. You know that even more than I do. But, like, she was not a fully formed human when you left, and so she did a lot of growing up without you even being a regular presence in her life, which sort of makes it difficult to... And
1: Landon was only two years older than her, so
0: um, I really missed, like, all of their high school years. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I'll just never forget one time I was home, and... One of her friends was there. I was home visiting for something. And one of her friends was like, oh, you have a sister? And I was like.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
1: Um, (laughs) Yes. So. That's me. Like, I. But I did that. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like they drove me from the. (laughs) Right. The family. And both my brothers still live in Cincinnati. They lived together for a while. Right. Jordan moved to Chicago, but she was still close enough. And that's very different than me moving across the country. Right. Um, So, like, I. Like Janine. I get to own a lot of uh, of my own behaviors that mm-hmm. led to me can lead to me feeling left out. Right. Um and so that's I t- I so empathized with her when she was like, "Well, I wanted to, but everybody jumped in and like right. um it, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's yeah. back up just a up just a little bit. So your brother So those are my sibling, like, issues. You and your brother are closer in age. Well, I have one that's close in age, too, but we just (laughs) had – Dustin and I have nothing in common. That's not fair. But in high school, we
0: didn't. You guys had very divergent activities, friend groups. Yeah, we just – Well, you also went to different schools because a lot of people in Cincinnati go to private Catholic schools that are single sex. So – we there just, wasn't much opportunity even at, like, at school to interact with each other. We didn't fight at all. Like, we
1: weren't, like, Claudia and Janine, we weren't, like, at each other's throats. We just sort of didn't really have a lot to do with each other. Mm-hmm. Or that's my recollection. I, I can't, you know, I can't right. speak to, to Dustin's perception of it. Um he holds a little resentment because I was a total asshole the first, like, five <laughs> years he was alive because the poor kid did anything that I told him to do. Oh, boy. So I had my own, like, personal slave. So he was like, <laughs> until I finally realized, oh, I can just say no right. and you can't do I anything. I don't
0: have to do everything um, Lauren tells me. Right.
1: Um, so by the time we were in high school, we just, it, it, there was no animosity.
0: It was mm-hmm. just disconnect. Yeah. Um so I uh, what what about you? I your... think that that's sort of comparable to my situation with my brother. I think we were close enough in age that we sort of grew up together, but I think it also was the fact that like he was a boy, I was a girl. Like we did end up doing a lot of the same activities when he was a freshman in high school and I was a senior. Um but they were – it was, like, choir and theater. And so the cr- the groups were, like, big enough that we weren't forced to, like, interact all the time. And yeah. so, like, we had friends in common and, like, we were at the same things. And, like, I would drive him to things and all of that. But, like, we never had this, like, head-to-head conflict, at least once we got to be in high school. You know, when we – we had sort of, like, the stereotypical, like, three years apart brother-sister relationship that yeah. you see on TV shows and in movies. Like – we butted heads when we were kids. He was annoying little brother. I was the obnoxious bossy older sister. Like, yeah, but I, I didn't feel as much because there weren't as many sort of situations in my life growing up or even now where it's like, oh, well, one of us is like excluded. One of us steps up more. Like he lives in Michigan near Detroit. I live, you know, about an hour from my parents and like, he goes home. Sometimes I go there sometimes like we do holidays together, but like I don't – there's not as many opportunities, and there weren't as many opportunities in high school or younger where it was like – where it felt like a conflict. It was just sort yeah. of like he he did his thing, I did my thing, and the like – Coexistence. Okay. Yeah, and I, the only thing that was sort of comparable was like – I always thought that he was my parents' favorite. He always thought I was my parents' favorite. But oh. like, No, we all know Dustin's my parents' favorite. <laughs> well, we know that well, Brian's, my mom, Brian's my mom's favorite and I'm my dad's favorite. Okay. So it works out okay because there's two of us and we each get a favorite. So
1: Jordan and my mom are best friends over everybody else. Right. But Dustin's the favorite. Um, yeah. Landon and I are – we, we bond. Like, We're the, it, it is what it is. Um, it is a running family gag. Everyone hates it. Like, my, it drives my mom nuts. She's going to listen to it. She's like, oh, okay. I It's not, not. No.
0: It's not the favorite. Oh, my t- children I equally. love all of you equally. Okay. Yep. Well, um, no, that's literally not the case with any parent. Yeah. Unless you have one child, you don't love all your kids <laughs> the same. At least, and it can change day to day. Yes. Like, it is what it is. Um, But I don't believe you if you say you love all your children to the same. Whoever you are. Liars. <laughs> you um, guys are all liars. Speaking as two non-parents who have <laughs> no concept. Hey, man, you can have that opinion that, they are all equally Your favorites, day to day, like one of those kids is going to be a brat, and you are going to like them a little bit less. You yeah. love them all. You love them all the same. I one hundred percent buy that. You love all of your children equally, but not the you same equally. equally. I think those are different things, right? Equally, like yeah, the same amount. right, like it, it's it's a you graph love them in different ways, the same line, but right and. You like your children in very different ways and different levels. Oh, yeah, and that for fluctuates a hundred percent. So, again, saying this as someone who has no children, I have one dog, so that even that sort of comparator is—it's only one dog. So he's he's my favorite Although, dog of ever.
1: I literally adopted my dog. We, we were just talking about this before we hit record less than two months ago, and I'm already like, hmm, maybe he'd be better if I had a second dog for him. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, no, no, no. I'd give have, it at least a year, year before yeah. you start. Oh. Thinking about a second talk. Well, I, it's one of those things where I will ra- randomly have that thought. I'm like, well, maybe he needs... Because he's... We've got issues. He's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, maybe it would get out some of his excitement if he had somebody to play with. And then I was like... Uh, but then I went, yeah, I don't want another talk. No. <laughs> Can't handle. It,
0: let, I got my Let hands the full. one... Let Albie get settled. Yes. Get comfortable. Get a little more chill. And then think about it. Yes. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I we haven't really... Touched on exactly what the issues are with Claudia and Janine. That's so fair. maybe so. I guess to jump into that, Claudia thinks that Janine is her parents' favorite because she's smart, she studies, she's always there to like do her homework. You never have to ask her to do her homework, whereas Claudia doesn't want to do her homework, she wants to do arts and crafts. And Janine sees Claudia as maybe not the favorite but like the more popular she has friends she has activities she's popular she does the babysitter's club and janine also feels sort of left out in her own family and i think this that sort of comes at the end of the book when they're having their heart to heart but um you know she says well anyway no one wants me as part of this family um and and claudia says what and she's like well you're always pushing me out of my world you're always pushing me into my world and out of yours and she says that that Mimi prefers Claudia to her. And that, I mean, there are multiple times in my notes when I was like, Janine is breaking my heart. I'm, it, I'm heartbreaking. Her, but hurt. she she just sort of, and she feels like, so she gets pushed out because Claudia immediately jumps on, like when Mimi needs someone to sit with her and we'll get to all the stroke stuff. But when, you know, when she's coming home from the hospital and and their parents tell them, you know, Mimi's going to need, therapy in the afternoons, but in the morning she's going to need someone to hang out with her, run some flashcards, you know, make sure she's not just sitting around doing nothing and engaged. And make sure she's okay because she, right. she's exactly. got some- Claudia immediately jumps in and is like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I will do everything you need. I will be there, whatever. And so then Janine doesn't even have the opportunity to say, well, I'd like to stay with Mimi yeah. one or two days a week. And everyone just assumes, well, Janine's busy with school because she's taking college classes over the summer. So she just doesn't even get a chance to- To offer, to offer to participate. And, like, there's times – there's multiple times in this book where Mimi and Claudia or Claudia are making dinner. And Claudia either comes and tells Janine, well, Mimi and I decided we're having this. Is that okay? And Janine's like, well, oh, you already decided? And Claudia's like, yeah, I just told you that. Is that fine? Yeah. And, like, she gets such an attitude. And then, like, later, Claudia's making dinner. Janine's working on her room. She has no idea anything's going on downstairs. And Claudia comes up and yells at Janine for not helping her. And she's like, you didn't even – I." I didn't know you were making dinner. I would obviously love to help. And she'd love to spend time with Mimi, but she feels like she needs to just like stay in her bubble because that's where she's supposed to be. And that's what everyone expects of her. And, so oh. this is a
1: part that, – so that my heart hurt for Janine for that, but i way over-identified with Claudia in this part because mm-hmm. I am absolutely that person yeah. where my personality is, I got this. I'm going right. to jump in. I'm going I'm, I'm to volunteer. I'm going to do whatever it takes and then get really resentful that no that one else is helping me, that anything. I'm the only one doing anything, but I haven't given anybody the opportunity to right. to do anything. Like, group projects with me was a nightmare. <laughs> I was real popular in junior high, let me tell you. Oh, boy. Um Because I would be like, nope, I've got this. I need
0: to be in control of
1: everything.
0: Um, I I understand that, particularly when it comes to, like, school projects. Because I I don't want my grade to be anyone else's responsibility. I want to make sure that I get the A's that I have been getting. Exactly.
1: And then, though, I would get super resentful of... Right. Why am I doing this whole project?
0: It's a group project. Why am I doing all the work? Like, you dummy, because you took all the work on yourself.
1: Like, I have... uh, so many times in my life, and so many therapists have tried to be like, Hey, just ask for help. Right. Don't sit there and stew, and why am I doing this all by myself? Probably because nobody knows that you need help. Right. Or because They're you not, not my readers. Them. Right. So ask. You need to, like, Right. make it clear that you need help. <laughs> yes. And Claudia really does not give Janine the opportunity. She did. She Claudia's kind of the worst in this. Mm-hmm. Like
0: it's Claudia and the mean Janine, but Claudia is the mean one. Claudia's. Also, There's a point where she almost she almost hits, hits Janine while she's babysitting for Jamie and Lucy. Like like there are tiny her children here, yeah. and Ugh. so that is. A, a, I I don't know.
1: I was maybe I just never really witnessed it. I I feel like my brothers must have roughed house like that as kids, but I don't really have any recollection of it. Um, I I we were not really uh, like hitting family i guess
0: yeah i don't know i'm sure that i'm sure that my brother and i hit each other but i don't have any real like recollection of it i'm sure it was more like pushing and like poking not like hitting but the way that that claudia describes it it sounds like like, she's gonna she like raises her her hand and like almost hits her and like the pictures on the book which are supposed to i think supposed to be depicting that at least on the version the original version because there's i'm assuming that's jamie with his fingers in his ears yeah um like it's like we were saying last week. It's more like pointing up. Yeah. Like don't like don't tell me what to do or like don't bad talk the babysitters club. But like she's clearly. I mean, she says yeah. she almost hits her sister. Also, when did Janine ever bad talk the babysitters club? I it, I it don't doesn't think happen. So. Also, <laughs> we keep going. Also, also, and and but one thing that sort of confused me reading this, and we sort of talked about it with um, Christy's big day, is like it's sort of like resetting things because. Um, the way that Claudia is talking about Janine is sort of like whiplashy, like the way that Christy was talking about Watson, because yes. like Claudia and Janine had a, a, I mean, obviously nothing's going to be perfect after it, but like in Claudia and the Phantom phone calls, they made some real progress yeah. in their relationship. And then in the truth about Stacey, Janine is the one who comes in and is like, you guys, there's this other babysitter's club. Like, what are you going to do? And she yeah. like is concerned about it. And here she's like apparently is, like, a terrible human being and, like, hates Claudia and is bad talking the Babysitter's Club, even though we don't see any real evidence of that. Yeah, Despite no. the back-of-the-book description.
1: I, that, I was, that really threw me, um... Yeah. What was the... I don't know. There was one, there was one quote somewhere in there where I was like, whoa, where did this... Co-? Like, this level of animosity yeah. is so unearned mm-hmm. on Claudia's part. Yes. Um, because janine doesn't really she just seems to be sort of like trying to survive right um and it is hard for her i think because (laughs) favorites a strong word but janine and claude or not janine mimi and claudia have a very
0: special Mm -hmm. relationship that we've talked a lot about but that has to be hard to watch for um yeah, because, I mean, they're related to her in the exact same way, and I know we've talked a little bit about how Marianne is getting closer to Mimi, and yeah. it, in some ways it seems like Marianne and Mimi have a better relationship than Mimi and Janine do, at least at the beginning of this book. Uh, yeah, agree. I would I would absolutely... Which would make it even harder, because, you know, Claudia is one thing, but, like, Claudia's friend coming in and having... her You know, like, right, like, taking over, like, Janine could have... Special tea. Right, Janine could have tea with Mimi, but... Instead she's having tea with Marianne. Yeah. Which is sort of interesting. And I just feel badly because it's so much of what her
1: interests her sounds really cool. Like she's talking about coding and stuff. Yes. And I'm like, oh I want to know I more even about this.
0: Like wrote down like how awesome is it that Anna Martin put this like super intelligent, STEM focused girl yeah. in this book series for young girls. I mean, at least focused on for young girls or marketed towards young girls. Like that's, and as much as she's like the annoying older sister, like that's awesome.
1: Did she, so, did they mention coding in the original book or was that only in the newer version? Um,
0: I think they did. She definitely had her computer and was working on computer stuff. I don't know if they specifically said coding, but, um, one of the things that was really funny, they did not update it,
1: but they mentioned her green glow, the green yes. glow. And I was like, mm, yeah.
0: oh, I got that apple going got, on. Got, got, got the, the apple to <laughs> back in the day.
1: Um, so yeah. Everybody's going through it in this one. Yeah. Um. So I think it. We, we we're sort of dancing around it. We're putting it off as long as possible. Let's get into the me-me-ness of yes. it all. So um. Uh, do you? Are any of your grandparents alive? I realize I just don't know. No, or. all of them have passed away at this point. Okay, I have. I'm have one. My mom's mom mm-hmm. is still alive. Um. Did any of them go through stuff that messed with your brain? Stroke, Parkinson's, um, Alzheimer's.
0: Did you have any experience with that? My dad's father definitely had a stroke. I think my ma- my grandmother on that side may have also had a stroke at some point, um, but they lived in New York and Florida, so we didn't spend as much time with them on a day-to-day basis. My grandmother on my mom's side, um, she had open-heart surgery when I was in, I think, high school maybe? Uh, maybe middle school. And so that was sort of like eye-opening because that was the first time that any of my relatives had had any sort of serious medical condition. Um, and then towards the end of her life, she had to be on oxygen, which was also sort of different. But I yeah. I mean, I think I was in college by the time that happened. So it was a little bit, I was you know mature enough that I wasn't really affected by it. Yeah. Um, but the open heart surgery was definitely sort of that's scary. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. And, like, we went to see her in the hospital and, like, yeah. But I, I didn't – and I did, like, interact with my grandparents on my other side, like, after the strokes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I it, it had come up. But, like, again, it was not an, enough of a regular occurrence that I was – had that much of an impact on, like, who I was and how yeah. I perceived medical issues or whatever.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We don't have a lot of, like, physical stuff, mm-hmm. uh, medical issues that get uh, are passed down in my family. Like, we don't have heart disease yeah. or breast cancer or any of those sort of normal ones. Oh, but we got brain stuff. Oh, boy. We got brain stuff all over the place. Um, and lots of different levels. But my both of my dad's parents, um, my grandpa had a stroke. And it was so hard to watch him. He was such a urbane – like, I, I, I always thought grandpa – well, his nickname was Sugar Ray. Um, he was the CFO of the Toledo zoo for a million years. Mm-hmm. Like he was a very like accomplished, smart, I thought he would fit right in with the Rat Pack because my, my images of him are always him with a highball glass. And yeah. Clink in the ice. Um, you know, dancing to the Rat Pack. Right. Of um, course. And so it was really hard to watch him afterwards, uh, but I was old enough. Yeah. Uh, it was, I was definitely a teenager. Um, and, and, capable of understanding, but it was hard to yeah. watch him struggle, struggle for things right. that like his mind worked, but his body couldn't get yeah. to, to do it. Um, my grandma, on the other hand, his wife, um, she had dementia mm. and that was rough in a whole different way. Like it was fine for her. Um, after it got to a certain point, right. like when she didn't know who anybody was, like she was happy as a clam. Um, living in her own little world but it was so rough on all of us especially watching my dad go visit his mom and have her not know who she was right. was heartbreaking um and so like that's that's all i could think about mm-hmm. when with, with this was watching mimi is um i really i got really upset for mrs kishi it so it's her mm-hmm. mom right who has been living with them, taking care of their kids, cooking dinner every night. Right.
0: Like Yeah, and she even says that how like she comments on how much they rely on Mimi. Yeah, just to like help be part of the family and do some some of those things because Claudia's dad is an investment banker and her her mom is the head librarian of the Stony Brook Library, which yep. I thought was not what I expected. No, nope, but kind of awesome. Although no, no, no Nancy, Nancy Drew. Drew. There's no way that that's true. It's
1: the the exact quote is. um Oh, first of all, they want Janine to she's gonna be something really important, like a physicist, <laughs> right? I was and she mentions that a number of times. Yes. I'm like, okay. Um My favorites are Nancy Drew's, which the library doesn't have. So does her mom, because she disapproves of Nancy Drew, just like refuse
0: to stock them? Is she a like I don't think that you could have that much control as the the head librarian. I frankly I I don't know. But also it's either like a tiny library where there's not enough space to have all those books. And then it's not quite as glamorous that she's the head librarian or it's a big library. And she just tells Claudia they don't have that. <laughs> That's what I was gonna, like, um, Oh, like what other things that right, parents, like, Oh, no, oh no, Disney world's closed. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, like there, there's literally no change. And also it's, Nancy, like, it's Drew. Nancy Drew. Like I'm sure that Claudia's
1: mom read those. You know, what's funny <laughs> is Nancy Drew is the equivalent of, babysitter's club right. just for the earlier generation. Right. Like those those are as wholesome as it gets. Exactly. Um but whatever, neither here nor there. Yes. Um the real point I was going to make is I I live in fear of the moment when you get to confront your parents' mortality. Like yes. I my my dad um just had hip surgery yesterday, mm-hmm. in a hip replacement. My mom had foot surgery a couple weeks ago. I think I mentioned that. They are both totally fine. Um, Everything went really well. My dad's home already and recuperating. Um, Talked to him multiple times. He's his old self. And it still is worrisome. Right. Concerning. I don't want to overreact, but you get nervous. Right. Anything can happen. Exactly. And I just, I cannot imagine how hard it must be for because it's still your mom. I don't care how old you right. get. It is still your parent. And then for that parent to know to um at one point Claudia likens her to like Lucy Newton the baby mm-hmm.
0: having to learn new things. Right. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, and especially considering that like the parents in these books are not that much older than we are right now. Exactly. And so it's like their parents are our parents age or you know, their parents Roughly. are a little bit older than our parents and it's like oh god. Like I don't want to no, no <laughs> like yeah. Can we just pretend that we're like 18 again, and my parents are like whatever yeah, my age? My parents they were are gonna then. live forever. Yeah, it's it, gonna be I, fine. I don't have to worry about what will happen when they're gone because they're never going to be gone. The end. Science is catching up. We're yes. good. It it it'll all be fine. Um, but the, yeah. So uh, Mimi, it, Mimi and Claudia and Janine are eating dinner one night. They decide to play the trivia game, which is 100% Trivia pursuit. pursuit. And I literally wrote down. Janine plays Trivial Pursuit like Lauren, <laughs> because <laughs> I was when, that when Lauren plays with her family, <laughs> you've told me this story before, Lauren plays with her family, and her family doesn't know the answers, but Lauren knows that they do know, they just can't find the answers. She yeah. tries to give them hints, which is exactly what Janine does doing... for Claudia. In this... And it's so obnoxious, and I'm like, okay, I feel really bad, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Like, okay, I, I feel that. But, so, Claudia... Throws a hissy fit when Janine wins. She th- accuses Janine of cheating. Mimi gets frustrated. This is again, like, Claudia. The hell. Right. I, I mean, mean, she she uh, she did turn 13 at some point in the last week, apparently. Yeah. Without mention of her birthday, but she is 13 now. But still, she's 13 years old. It's understandable that she's immature, but, like, that's, like, a six-year-old freaking out. Especially like, she, she tosses someone... the board. Yes. Like, it's not like she just accuses Janine of cheating and acts upset. She flips over the board. And of course Mimi's going to get upset. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I can't... I have my own issues. I
1: once, as a full-grown adult, made my very small um, cousin cry when I oh accused boy. them of cheating at Disney Scene It. It was literally the low point of my competitive <laughs> nature. Um, and I have done a lot of work since then. And I, I like to think that I have gotten a lot better. Yes. I'm a lot... Calmer um, <laughs> and less of an asshole, um, I like to think anyway. Yes. Um, but that was just. And then again, there are real housewives who are grown ass women flipping tables. That, so that's true. I guess they, they have that's a lot not, of
0: alcohol in their systems uh, when they're fair. doing
1: it. But Claudia is always talking about how mature she and Susie right, are, how exactly. they're the sophisticated ones. And then she's like, You cheated. Yeah. Wah.
0: I mean,. Parent, or kids usually have a certain ability to be frustrated or upset by their siblings. So Fair. I can like I can understand but it's also like come on. But so Mimi Mimi's been tired. We we've, we've heard that before they started playing this game. She's been tired lately. And so she excuses herself to go to bed and she she says goodnight or whatever, but she doesn't call Claudia my Claudia. Yeah. And then Claudia and Janine are talking and cleaning up and they hear a thump from upstairs, and they go up, and Mimi's on the floor, unconscious. And I think, do we want to introduce our sort of new call out segment, whatever we want to call it? You know, after school special <laughs> moment of the book. Yeah. Um, they, Janine tells Claudia to call 911. They both remain calm. I Claudia, do like that they both immediately jump to heart attack. Like, yeah. Someone unconscious. Oh, on the floor. Actually, they didn't both jump there first. Um, Claudia thinks that Mimi was murdered. Oh yes, that's fair. <laughs> that's her first <laughs> stop. Her fr- well, yes, her first stop is but murder. Yes, but and Claudia or Jeannie is like no, no, and then they both think heart attack.
1: But th- I don't know if I saw someone passed out. I would immediately go to heart attack. I heart attack. I would think I would if someone's like clutching their arm. Right. What was hatchet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gave me like I was like oh I know the warning
0: signs for a heart attack if you start yes. clutching your left arm. Or indigestion, apparently. Yeah, which that's which terrifying. Is, right, it's like, am I having a heart attack or I just have an upset stomach? What is happening? Um, especially because I never, I used to have a, like, rock solid I could eat,
1: spicy whatever. But aging is a bitch, man. Yeah. I just started getting um, indigestion maybe a year or two ago. And I'll, the first time it happened, I was like, what is right, this like, sensation? Is
0: this is am awful. Am I dying? <laughs> um, now I just carry on Tums. Yeah. But so, after school special moment of the book, they call 911, they remain calm, they give the information about where they are, what the issue is, um, Janine grabs a blanket or the comforter to put on Mimi to keep her warm, Claudia goes outside to flag down the um, ambulance when it gets there so she can bring them right in the house, um, Janine goes to the hospital with Mimi, and Claudia packs a bag and waits for her parents because her Their parents were at dinner. She tries calling the restaurant to see if they can come home early. They've already left, so they're about 15 minutes away. So she's like, in the 15 minutes, I'm going to get a bag ready so we can go straight to the hospital. No
1: cell phones. No cell phones. Exactly. After that whole mention of trying to get a hold of the Preziosos on their phones, Mm -hmm. there's no mention of that Oh, really? There's no, I tried their phones and they were off. She just goes through the, I tried the restaurant. Right. She did all of the things that you would do before we had Cell phones. But then she was like, well, they're in the car. I just have to wait. Yeah. And I was like, that is glaringly obvious. I'm sure a 13-year-old reading this now or a 9-year-old reading this now would be like, why wouldn't you just call their phone? Right. Um So that is a little, like... Yeah, that's weird that they didn't make that they update. They couldn't, like, try to... It went straight to voicemail or... Right. Um...
0: I, or if she made answered. some comment about like it, it, the restaurant's in an area with bad reception, or, you know, or something. Or but my yeah, mom it's... never remembers to answer her, ph- my mom never like turns on her phone. Yeah, that, that seems that's like, that's a real feeling for me. My mom literally never answers the phone. Um,
1: oh, we got my, we got my grandma's cell phone. So when, this is a long time ago, um, when they like first came out and like, so if anything happened when you're right. driving, because uh, my grandpa had passed already at that point and, um, she like goes okay and just shoves it in her glove box and then never touched it. And then she went to go use it once and it was obviously had been dead for a long time. She's like, well, this is stupid. Why do you have these things? And I'm like, well, because you have to actually like it is like a machine. <laughs> charge it and use it. Um, so like you could have said something like that. Like right. my my absent minded dad. Yeah. Like, but if his dad's an investment banker, right? Yeah, he's he's probably on his phone. Maybe that could have been it that right. he was it was busy. Or yeah, like, it kept or going to voicemail or something. Yeah, but. But either way, just an interesting note that they, yeah. didn't, they didn't even that try to address that. Yeah, I
0: didn't even realize that they hadn't updated that. But
1: neither here nor. So in, in any case, yeah, they do. Once again, they handle it exactly right. perfectly. Exactly. And um, I, I just so appreciate how um, – it, it's, it's not subtle exactly, but it was as a kid. Right. Like, I intuited all of those lessons. Like, I re- I'm realizing how much – Right. Yeah, I got from these without without it being like,
0: here's the list of this. If this happens, you do X, Y, and Z. It's like, it does tell you that, but it tells you that in a story way without it beating you over the head with it, which is nice. Yeah. Which it it was fascinating. Um,
1: But so anyway, so then they find out it's a stroke and she is basically starting
0: from scratch. It's her Mm -hmm. right side. Yes. because Yes, yes, Because she has to start relearning everything with her left side. Um, but, and then sort of continuing another thing that this book can help teach young kids is what is going on in a hospital room? Cause mm-hmm. the first time Claudia goes in to just talk to Mimi, she's asleep or unconscious still, but she has all these like machines and plugs and all the scary equipment that comes with a hot r- respirators a hospital, yeah. and just machines everywhere. And she can't even go in the room cause she's so scared. So it sort of is another way to sort of introduce these things to younger readers, like, it's okay because then the next time she goes in and she talks to Mimi and she figures out a way for her to communicate with blinking and just sort of like getting people. Yeah. And
1: understanding understanding. like like, no one yells at her. No one is
0: angry with her for not being able to go in there.
1: Everyone is completely understanding. It does lead to some of the tension with Janine because Janine is able to just go in and start talking. And so Claudia's like, of course she's better at this than me. Exactly. But again,
0: not Janine's fault. Right. Janine's older. She has much more scientific background. Like, yep. Uh, she is, um, I don't want to say
1: a robot or cold or anything. Like, she clearly has emotion, obviously, right. but she's much... She doesn't wear a heart on her sleeve. Yeah, she's able to control her emotions mm-hmm. a lot better, I think, in a way that is probably to her detriment. Like, right. she bottles too much, but does make it easier in situations like this. Right. Um, on that same token, I thought it was really interesting that they um, included a scene with Marianne taking care of Mimi and allowed Mimi to get frustrated and mm-hmm. angry and yell at, at Marianne for trying to, you know, Work relearn on our flash these cards things to learn. Um, that's a really adult concept of mm-hmm. uh, that level of frustration of having to relearn things that you should already know. It must be God thinking about it now, like. This 12-year-old child is now like, what's
0: this word? Like, that must be... Yeah. Like, are you kidding? Because that's sort of the thing that... Claudia can't do the summer camp because she's... Her parents have essentially... Asked her to babysit Mimi, well, for all intents and purposes, and work on, work on her flashcards. And she she volunteers, right? Back. She volunteers, but they say, okay, well, we're going to pay you because you yeah. aren't going to be able to do your yeah. um, summer camp thing. But so that's part of the deal is like she's not just going to sit with her; she's going to work on you know relearning things, yeah. flashcards. And so there's a day when I think she's babysitting it for the Marshalls, I think, yeah. and they it, it had been set up for months, and so she didn't want to cancel, and so Marianne is going to take over and step into Claudia's role for that day. And so she tries to do all the same things that Claudia has been doing. But because it's it's easier – or it, it, I guess it's easier to sort of put up with things when it's from your family. I don't know. I, I thought that
1: I, was a weird yeah, – I thought it would be it the other way like, around. Right.
0: You feel more comfortable with your family. Uh, yeah.
1: I. Th- for me personally, when I lash out, it's at when I'm frustrated and angry and acting. Right. With the people you're closest it's to. It's the people I'm closest to. It's you. It's my family. Like – Y'all are the people who have to deal with me at my worst. Right. When it's someone I'm not as comfortable with, I don't do yeah. it that way. So I thought that was, I mean, I thought it was really important we got that scene. I just thought it was a little odd that Mary, of, of all people, right. that Marianne was the brunt of it. And then Claudia tries to throw Marianne under, the bus, Marianne under the bus when she's like, she can be a little school teacher And yeah. I'm like, okay, great. I get that. That's not a cool look. And...
0: Dude, she is helping you. Right.
1: Also, would not a much smarter solution be Marianne, cover your babysitting job? That's
0: kind of why... I mean, they had to throw it in there so that there was someone else dealing with Mimi. But, I think it would have been
1: more impactful as if it had been Janine. Yes. If Janine had taken a turn and then Mimi had had that... I think that could have fed more into that resentment between the two of them. It was just sort of a wild choice. Yeah. Uh, But I did appreciate that we were able to have that moment have of frustration with of Mimi that yeah because she is perfect and too pure for this world um but she is a person or in the books she is um, <laughs> right who has emotions and 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 right. feelings and, and frustrations and i i can't even imagine what that must be like i i don't know what would be worse losing my mind or losing my body but my mind was fine like I don't... Both of them are scary. Yeah. I don't like... I don't like either. No. But sometimes I think it would be worse to have your brain still fully there and your body just and doesn't... And you just can't
0: get out the words or get your body to move the way that it's supposed to. I I don't know. I don't know if I can handle that. <sighs> <sighs> See? Deep for kids books. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: well, let's talk at least... Uh, speaking of kids books, let's shift gears <laughs> just a smidge and at least touch on the, the wider Babysitter's Club um, because we did have a couple of developments. So, first of all... Um, they took their lessons from last week
0: and um, started a daycare. Right. For like three and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, three mornings a week, one, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday at Stacey's house. yep, yeah.
1: in, in the backyard, it's just – anybody who wants to, it's, it's a little bit more informal in
0: terms of like – Right. Just show up or don't. Yeah. Bring your um, five bucks. It's three bucks in the, oh. in the old book. But also like three and a half hours, $3 or $5 a kid – split amongst five babysitters, like, they get, in the old books, they get paid $3 an hour yeah. to babysit. So it's, like, I guess if you're babysitting, like, a couple kids and you get $3 an hour, it's kind of like that. But, like, it's a lot of work for very little money. Yes. Like, these parents, I feel, I feel like there's
1: just, like, a cutscene somewhere of, like, Mrs. Newton being, like, <laughs> like rubbing what? their hands together like, ooh, we got this. Um, yeah. But, um... There's really not a ton to say about it. It's very similar to last week. Yeah. Like, same type of issues, but just with kids we know and not randos. Right. Um, and it is very clearly the basis of the movie. The movie. A hundred percent. But the only really, like, notable thing – so there were, like, three things that I like stood out to me. One was the whole interlude with trying to wash the dog, which was just yes. a cute, very like very stereotypical sitcom-y right. Set up, but it was a much needed like Reprieve. moment of levity. Yeah. Um, second was the Karen and Andrew stuff. Yeah. Yes. Karen Karen continues to be um a very uncomfortable dramatic. Um well I was gonna say a very uncomfortable mirror into who I was as a small child. <laughs> like every time Karen dramatic yes. uh, does anything, I'm like, oof um, like I even remember reading Little Sisters as a kid and being and being like, oh god, I'm Karen. I'm, I'm Karen. Right? <laughs> that's me.
0: Um, I did kind of love with Karen and Andrew's stuff. Um, when they come, Karen has instant hatred for Jenny Prezioso. Yes. Just <laughs>
1: and and I do love that they that Claudia calls it out. She's like, that's just that way sometimes. Yeah, she had a nemesis exactly. One, but like like just hate each other all year. And that is such the way, especially of young girls. Oh yeah. That just no, I don't like you. Yeah and you you're just of your mind. you're all dressed and up
0: and weird and I don't like it
1: it could change the next week just oh, as easily oh exactly um so that makes me laugh always um but the the last big thing that sort of in fact the biggest thing to come out of the, uh, um, that whole endeavor is dun, 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 the arrival of Mallory the Helper. Oh, yes. Baby the sit around trick. learning. Um, so they mentioned that, you know, Mallory's the oldest of the Pikes, and, um, I did think it was cool that there was that, that brief moment where her mom talked about how she's in that really weird Yeah, age. like, in between. She, yeah. Where she feels, I felt this, where she feels too old right. to do certain things, but, they, but she But she, she still wants to, to do it. Um, yeah. Which is funny because we're recording this just a couple weeks after Halloween um, and the Halloween episode of My So-Called Life, you know, 25th anniversary, and we're listening to um, uh, Boiler Room cast, and they talked a lot about that whole tension with right. um Do you up Tristory, for Halloween like, or not? Yeah. And then, like, Sharon, like, knowing she could go do the cool, like, high school kid thing, but actually wanting to go to the haunted house and trick-or-treating with Danielle. Yeah. And I was like, I, oh, I still have those moments right. where I'm like... I'm a grown up. I know I should be past this, and it just looks really fun exactly. <laughs> um, so I thought that was I thought that was uh, a very um, good sentiment mm-hmm. to get across to well, girls, especially yeah, because the, the girls yeah.
0: that are reading this book are probably coming up to that age if not there yet. and yeah. so it's it's good to sort of show that perspective because we've got like the the babysitters in the babysitters club, and then we've got the kids, so yeah. As much as we rag on Mallory, like, it's good that there's that character. And when Jesse comes along, like, yeah. there's the sort of in-between, which is closer to the age of the girls that are actually reading the books.
1: And I thought it was cool that they, they just flat-out articulated that because I feel like that's not I, – I knew there was tension in mm-hmm. there in that way as a kid, but I didn't fully understand what I was, like, feeling. Right. Like, I knew I was upset all the time. Like, well, hormones and all yeah. of that fun stuff. But, like – Such a great time in a young <sighs> child's life. Gosh. You could not pay me enough. You know, I had I had a great high school experience. Mm-hmm. I did not have a bad high school experience yeah. at all. No. Not, no, never. The amount of money in this world could make me be 16 and have everything be the end of the fucking world again. No, thank you. Yeah. That's a hard pass for um, me as well. Now I do college again in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like I could do, I will just keep doing college over and over <laughs> again forever. Um, but, um. But I feel like anytime anybody says that, it's always like I hate high school. I did not hate high school; I had no. a great high school experience. Yeah, um, it was,
0: wasn't the best time in my life. No, so I don't it's feel not the for need to anybody's. Relive it. Yeah. I mean, there there are people there, that are that's the best. fair, and those people are not our people. Fair. I'll we'll just say it that fair way. Fair point. Diplomatic. Because um, I knew, like,
1: I guess it was. I went to a very weird high school. Yeah. So because like even our super popular girls, uh, nobody peaked in high school. Everybody right. was very aware that, like, this is this the stepping is the stone of must figure. But we were, like, I went to a high school full of nerds. So, yeah. um, it, like, the popular girls were, like, the one that got into Harvard. <laughs> um. Ooh. So, so popular. <laughs> but that was, like, our version. Yeah. Of it. And that's, not, uh, I don't know. I have such a skewed view. Like, and especially, I think it is weird in an all girl school, too, levels of popularity because mm-hmm. there's no... Boys there, to
0: right? Like you're not competing for attention. Base it off of, and uh, you're all wearing the same clothes, so there's yes, less opportunity for that sort of issue. And we were all like, it was
1: the academically minded high right. school. Like, not that the other girl schools were bad in any way. they were just sort of self selected for yes. these types
0: of girls to be Correct. at your school. Yeah. They were,
1: and that we weren't the only one. There were multiple. Yeah. Um, Versions of that literally, in Cincinnati there are about a million Catholic private high schools that are single sex. Yes, there's like six boy schools and six girl schools, and I'm so many. Totally not even exaggerating. No,
0: um, there's might even be more than that at this point. Let's yeah, be so
1: it, there's no. It, it's not like my school was the best academically. Mm-hmm. It was just um, people who went there were all nerds because right. it was. There was like the jock school, the nerd school, the like arty school, the yeah. like all the the really strict Catholic school, the like <laughs> all of the the different versions. And mine happened to be um, the one that was hippie nuns. That was all like, I guess it was more female empowerment than it was like academic for mm-hmm. academic sake. It was all about building like strong, awesome women. Yeah, I love my high school goers line, um, but um. I don't even remember how we oh not wanting to redo high school. Um but like I even went to high school like I said with with other people right. very much like me. Um so popularity was was sort of a weird yeah. construct. Um I never fully got that. I just you, you find a group of people you like hanging out with and who cares right it doesn't matter where that what stands what is going on. But I understand that that is not the typical high school experience yeah. that other people have, you know public schools and co-ed and have much more of this nonsense going on by this. I was pointing at
0: the book, um, which I realized we are in an auditory this medium. is not visual. No one knows what you're doing. Um, Except for me, because I am sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did think it was um, interesting. Not interesting,
1: like, ooh, but I thought it was cool how they um, allowed – carried on that the the story of Jamie and the new baby mm-hmm. and that that there and really allowed Claudia to see her relationship with Janine through the lens of this toddler and an infant right which i is funny she didn't um make the connection oh maybe that means we're just very immature <clears throat> she was just like oh maybe that's just the way of siblings yeah which y- you're not wrong but also you're failing to acknowledge your lack of maturity in this right. particular area, which is very fair as a 13-year-old. Like yes. You always think yeah. you're super mature and then, like, looking back. Right. Yeah. There's well, because like a...
0: the, the way that the, sort of Claudia comes to this is she – it's at – because – Lucy is, has her christening in this book, and so everyone's fawning over Lucy because it's her party, and Jamie gets sad and angry a little bit. But Claudia comes to see sort of like, well, just because Lucy is the center of attention right now, she's not more or less special or loved than Jamie – Maybe that's the same with me and Janine, and <laughs> it's like okay, okay. We're, we're talk about
1: we're getting really into Full House territory, like right. after-school special moment. Yeah, I,
0: that that really was like the the heart to heart job. that they have at the end is very like. I mean, it it could be Danny Tanner saying, you "Okay, know, you should you should really try to change, and maybe the rest of us will change too." Like that is so like, I, that like, still just makes me angry the way that she handled that, but. They do, you know. Janine does come and say, I'll, "I'll try," and then hopefully everyone else will try too. Um, I oh,
1: I do feel a little bit bad for Claudia when and Janine both in the, when Janine will use words and Claudia will not know what they mean, and then like she gets pissed at Janine for using them. Janine's like, "I just it, they're not flexible." Was yeah, one of the words. but there's
0: also like. I don't even know if I copied and pasted it, but like there is a quote that is basically like, yeah, she runs, it's like she's running through a, a thesaurus. Like, so this is, oh, yeah. So, said Janine out of the blue, may I ask how your agency plans to function once your founder is residing in a different district? Cl- you know, Janine, just say, how's the babysitter's club going to work when Christy moves across town? Like, yep. literally every word in that is like, Okay, what can I say instead of Babysitter's Club? Agency. What can yeah. I can say instead of Christy? Founder. Like yeah. Come on. It is a little extreme. Like, I understand. She obviously has a very large vocabulary. She has a 99.9999999 whatever I percentile yeah. IQ. Like, we get it. But also, like, in that that is a situation where it's like, you need to try because your sister does not understand what you are saying. Like, there's Fair. another time where, like... The way that, basically, she says to Claudia, I'm trying to talk to you, but she says it in such a flowery way that, like, I had to read it twice to be like, oh, she's saying I'm trying to talk to you.
1: So, I'm going to stump for Janine a little bit more. I did not expect to be so pro-Janine in this podcast. I know. Um, uh, But, um, and I literally had not thought this until, like, literally, as we were having this conversation, it just sort of sprung. Um, She's taking college classes. Mm -hmm. She is a... High school, what, she's supposed to be a... I think a junior. Junior. So she's 16. She's 16. Um, 16 years old, taking college classes. I think she probably intentionally speaks like that to try to sound more mature, more grown up. Yeah.
0: Because she is probably... But also, it's sort I, of yeah. like the situation where, like, I don't speak the way that I speak to you or my friends and family, the way I speak at work, you know, like... Right, but that takes some time to calibrate, too, I think. I don't know. I mean, like, context clues, you sort of, like, pick up, this is how I should act here, this... Like, with your family, you don't need to put on the same airs of, like, I'm smart and mature, look at these big words I know.
1: I don't know. Maybe she feels, because she's already feeling left out and, like, her parents... Are uh, Mimi's more into Claudia, and Claudia so popular and and cool, and what her what her thing is is being smart. So leaning into leaning it. into that that's um, that's a fair assessment. Um, I don't know why I'm stumping so hard for Janine. I No, never I'm given I'm, her I'm a, super a Team thought. Janine
0: in this book. I just that's the only thing that's sort of like y- you're you're. Self-selecting for them to react poorly with that specific situation. Absolutely, Like, it's one thing to be like, yes, I am very focused on my homework when – because she doesn't have the opportunity to step up. But it's like, if you're trying to have a conversation with Claudia, she's not going to have learned this type of speaking or this – level of vocabulary in yeah. since the that's last time what, you talked that's the only time that's when I'm what like, it bugs me yeah too. just try a li- like this one I I am sort of in Claudia's camp of like just try just give her but the rest of it like Claudia you need to like reach out to your sister and include her in things but the the vocabulary and the way that she speaks is very much frustrating to
1: me <laughs> yes and I get that I um it, and she's not you're you're absolutely not wrong like if I were Claudia I would be like just right speaking you know I Okay, you've made me in- feel stupid. It would be really hard not to yeah. feel like that was intentional. Exactly. Um, coming from Claudia's perspective, knowing that we're in her head and we already, he- yeah, you know hear her talking about feeling dumb. Um, <clears throat> speaking of being Claudia's head, because she and Stacy are our fashion mavens, there was a lot of fashion there th- was th- throughout.
0: So, what are some of your highlights, fashion? Oh, fashion queen, Kate. Um. Well, we did get a good description of all of the girls except for Claudia on the first day of summer camp. So... Stacy, wearing a pair of knee-length lime-green shorts, matching green high-top sneakers, and a large white t-shirt with a gigantic taxi cab on the front, was setting up benches at the two picnic tables. Marianne and Christy, much more casual dressers, were each wearing blue jean shorts, running shoes, and t-shirts. Marianne's shirt, though, was pretty, with a scoop neck and lace edging on the sleeves, while Christy was wearing an old gray thing that had probably once belonged to Sam or Charlie. It said, Boren's Movers, and faded black letters across the back. Dawn, in a surprisingly New York kind of outfit, she usually goes for California Casual, was wearing striped pants with suspenders over a red shirt. There's there's uh, so many. Okay, so Dawn, striped pants with
1: suspenders over a red shirt, that would totally fly today. Yes. 100%. Um, I would absolutely wear either Claudia, or not Claudia, either Christy or Marianne's, um, is Jeff
0: home? I'm, yeah, <laughs> if you hear a dog, Indiana is reacting to the fact that my husband just came home. Um. So yeah, Stacy, the most
1: sophisticated
0: of our girls, y- lime green and a yellow taxi. What? I, I still I, every time I'm like, I thought Stacy was so awesome. It and had the best clothes, and, and every single book, it's like, seriously, she got her hair cut in this one. She did, but she she might let her perm grow out, which. Oh, God. Perms. Um, and then the talk of
1: Claudia's hair and Dawn's hair being so long and beautiful. Dawn has
0: to move her hair out of the way before she sits down. I that never, is way too long. Way too long. I never envisioned her in that way. Well, and they don't show her hair as being that long on the book covers. No. I, like that. Because
1: to me, when you have to move your hair to sit down, you're like looking like culty territory. Yes. Especially
0: if it's just all right, one Right, because it's like six straight and like white Blonde. blonde. Like, you look like you walked off a... Right, like, a Children commune. of the Corn or yeah. something. <laughs> That's creepy. Yeah, exactly. Like, I always pictured her with, like, middle of her back at the longest.
1: Yeah. I, my hair is getting to a point where I am mm, just about crossing the line <laughs> mm-hmm. from, like, pretty long hair to I look You're like not I'm a professional. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. And... I Look like I'm an Amish, an Amish person. Um, I also really loved the outfit that Marianne wore when she went to sit with Mimi. Yes, um, that was one of my. favorites. Marianne was wearing a jean skirt, a pink and white striped blouse, and loafers with no socks. I would would I want have that outfit, and wear. I have definitely worn that outfit.
1: Although I'm, I have a feeling her jean skirt is very different than the jean skirt we are picturing picture ring.
0: Possibly, although her clothes are getting much better now that
1: her that's dad is fair. chilled.
0: But I can't. I can't
1: see Marianne in like a, just a short little jean. I'm I'm picturing pleats or like longer, yeah, and like flowy. I'm,
0: I'm picturing a skirt that I had in probably high school that was like slightly longer than knee length. It looked like it had been made from a pair of jeans, so there was like a cutout in the I front. Yeah, but it was actually just made that way. Oh my god, I had that. Yeah, as well. I, I'm sure that's what it is. That is not how I would wear this outfit, but. I
1: also had um, a jean skirt that looked like a fancy skirt,
0: like flowy and like sort of a. Um, Some more like chambray denim, like it could move. Yes. Okay. No, I had, no like... it was
1: full denim, but it, it was like stiff. Yeah, but it, it it looked like it was very strange. But I, I loved that skirt. I have
0: literally no idea what you're talking about.
1: It was from Delia's. Um, okay. It was. It was like jean. But it was down past my knees, and it was cut like a flowy skirt. It just didn't actually move like that. Okay, but it was you know it went it went out. So it was more like an hemline, but it had sort of a ragged hemline or like an uneven hemline, like they used to back in the day. It was it was a look. Um, Yikes!
0: Fashion has never been my (laughs) strong suit. Alas, okay. Well, any any timeline wonkiness. Before we move
1: on, because not really, um, other than the fact that there was a birthday we didn't discuss and we're still... I had a little bit of timeline wonkiness. Last but week.
0: Touch on whatever you were okay. about
1: to... I was just going to mention before we get off of um, fashion too much. So I'm having this um, sensation where reading these books, I have completely forgotten them, and then all of a sudden I'll read something and then be like, no, I remember mm-hmm. that. Um, and one of them is, um, for example, we were talking about, like, Mimi did not, fully did not remember it, but then as soon as I did, I'm like, oh, yeah, now I do remember there are a number of books with her Mm -hmm. improving. Working through, yeah. But the one that really stood out for me is Claudia has the snake bracelet that she wore above her elbow. Um, in the very beginning, she's talking about her, um, what she wore to art class. It's in, I think, chapter one. Yeah, chapter one. Um... Anyway, on that busy Wednesday morning, I finished dressing in my favorite art class outfit. Black jeans, a giant bright blue t-shirt, and a snake bracelet I wore above my elbow.
0: I'm going to have to check my book because I religiously write down all the fashion and I have that not on my list at all.
1: Oh, interesting. Because I definitely remember it. Because I remember wanting so badly to find a snake bracelet that went above my elbow. Like, I thought that was super cool. But um, I've always been a curvy girl. So (laughs) finding anything that went above my elbow was just not something that was happening. But it was one of those visceral where I was like, oh my God, I remember that. (laughs) Also, I would totally wear that outfit. Black jeans, a a giant bright blue t-shirt and a snake bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I'd rock it. Okay. So yeah,
0: my timelines were it's July. It's literally a week after the wedding. Right. But a week after the wedding is when Watson and Christy's mom are on their honeymoon and Charlie just passed his driving test today. Oh yeah. Which means he was babysitting his family without being able to drive. Yeah. I think that was updated in the electronic version, but that jumped out to me because I think in the I think in the update it's just says like he's passed his driving test. We're gonna pay him a dollar each way yeah. or whatever. Um it's two in the in the updated version, two dollars. Well, each that's 20. what they offer him. They oh, off, yes. it, They offer him in the old version. They offer him a dollar each way to, to drive Christie. It gets down to fifty cents each way. In the update, it's two dollars and then one dollar. Gotcha. Um, but they definitely say in the book he just passed his driving test today. The timeline's a little bit like um, when are they on the their flu- honeymoon? Yeah. By by last week was it like actually last week or was that like the week
1: before? I. Um, well, cause they still haven't moved, so it's not July 15th yet. Wasn't the July 15th yes. they're closing, so.
0: We don't know exactly what day they actually had they the had wedding. To, yeah. The, it's very, like, flimsy.
1: It's not as wild as some of the other ones where yes. we're, like, just bouncing around all over the place. Exactly, But it's very, very fluid. Um, that did make me think of something that I think now
0: flew away which happens um any other main points you just wanted to pop in at the end oh yes that's what it was
1: um so this whole move across town that's such a big move three miles yeah we knew that i didn't realize i knew i mean i knew it was like a half an hour for her on her bike but i didn't process the oh no Three miles. Yeah, they definitely
0: said three miles in In an early book. I I must have missed that. Yeah. Because
1: it was this one. They said three miles. Like, that was the first time I remember seeing a specific Mm. distance. I was like, three miles is not across town. Well, it's a small town. I guess. Um, That's barely across the neighborhood.
0: Three miles is kind
1: of far. (laughs) Not that far. I I guess I lived in a really big
0: subdivision when I was little, Uh, um it was not 3 miles across your neighborhood. <laughs> Most like towns in in Ohio at least the way that they like split it all up back in the day they're like 5 miles across.
1: I know that I cuz I used to do a 5k and I would go halfway through the neighborhood and back which I don't that's know. 3 miles. Maybe I'm misremembering. It's very possible. Um spatial reasoning not really something no, that my brain not so processes. Much. But I run three miles. I am capable of doing that. And, right. Um, I mean, slowly, but, um, and that just doesn't seem very far to me, but.
0: Um, no, that's, that's sort of it. The only, I'm just scrolling through my notes really quick. The only other thing that I just wanted to call out when Claudia is doing the regular description of everyone in the babysitter's club and what they do, um, she literally says about herself, oh, where did I put it? I'm the vice president of the club. That's it. I was like, that's pretty accurate statement about what a vice president is. Yep. (laughs) You're there. You have the, the room and the phone. So that's all you have to supply. Good job. Um, Oh, I did miss
1: one thing. Um, I do like the one line Claudia's dad gets in the whole book is, is fiercely shading (laughs) Janine. So, um, when they're like talking in the car, um, about, you know, can Mimi hear us? Janine says, well, that's a silly question. Dad glanced at her in the rearview mirror and said, I'd be interested in hearing your answer, Dr. Kishi.
0: Oh, I interpreted that as, like, let's be scientific and methodical about this. Like, explain your reasoning. Not, like, I'm being a dick.
1: Oh, I heard, I read it as, I'm being a dick. Like, oh, really, Dr. Kishi? What? Because what? then he says, according to the neurologist, it's no. <laughs> I think we can hear us, but we're not sure how well. And so I... I Okay, maybe that's my just sarcasm brain, but that's where I went to. Yeah.
0: Well, that's sort of describes how we are yep. as people. That, that just
1: um, also Buddy Barrett's real name Hamilton Barrett Jr. That's a mouthful. That's yeah, we need that too. I know. I just I, I, that always makes me laugh that they're like I always forget how um, posh this neighborhood is with the yes. The names and the mansions and the, um, boards and the big fancy right, jobs. exactly. And the, it, it, and the Dawn's family being, like, massively right. wealthy. It, it just, a lot of old money. Duh, it's Connecticut. But, like, somehow that didn't really process for me as a yeah. kid. And oh, every yeah. time, even still, like, reading through it, I'm, like, remembering it. And, like, but even still, it jumps out at me. I'm like, yeah, Hamilton, Barry, buddy, Hamilton Barrett Jr. Yes,
0: of course. Um, one other thing I loved is at the christening when they're walking out, Jamie turns around and says, yes. Hey, God bless you. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. It was cute. Okay.
1: All right. Um, well, what's on what's on the docket for next time?
0: Um, the next book is Boy Crazy Stacy, which we have talked about, which I guess we didn't really mention, at the very end of this book, which is what leads into it, is they are at the last Babysitter's Club meeting of the book. Um, They get a call from the Pikes. The Pikes are going on vacation for two weeks to Seaside or Sea City, New Jersey, and they want two babysitters to come so that the Pike parents can actually, like, have some fun while they're on vacation. Um, And it looks like Marianne and Stacey will be going. So, side note, these books... Made me convinced that someday someone was going to pay me to go on vacation
1: with them. <laughs> yeah. Never happened. No, sadly no. Sadly no. Um. So yes. So this next. So it looks like Stacy and Marianne are going to. They'll go
0: to New Jersey. Stacy gets boy crazy. So, I'm, the cover guess... a lifeguard. I remember yeah, that, and, like holding one of the kids. Some like maybe she's distracted and something not very threatening or damn like dangerous happens, but like enough that it's like oh. Oh, see, Stacey, I, maybe you need to, like, chill. Um, I thought she was, like, using the kids to pick up the lifeguard. Oh, that, too. Maybe I'm, I, as I've said many times, they have read some of these super specials many, many times in California Girls, California Adventure, whatever it's yeah. called. Um Stacy's little boy crazy in that one too. And she's hanging out with older kids that can drive and they get in a car accident. I remember that. And it's like a no one's like hurt, but it's like the it's same thing, thing. Like yeah. you need to chill. So I mean maybe. I think I'm that's a reoccurring that theme of Stacy and the and boys, boy and like craziness. our older boys. Yeah.
1: Um I that's not a great look for um our thesis about how these are great for young women and so such an empowering message. So We'll see how that actually yes, goes next week. I'm interested to read that one. Yeah. Again. I'm
0: I'm, I'm eager to revisit. So any other final club business? Other than telling everybody what to do to keep us going. <laughs> so you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Generation BSC. You can email us at generation BSC at gmail.com. So with that, I'm Kate Vlasic. And I'm Lauren Hunter. And this episode of Generation BSC is now adjourned. Say